Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Here's how it happened in the second half. The Warriors used a third-quarter spurt of 33-15 to to take control of this game, and they win by nine over the Rockets, who simply ran out of gas in the third quarter. By the time they got their legs under them a little bit in the fourth quarter, it was too late, but mainly because they could not hit anything from three-point range. Now, I usually don't want to kill you with stats because stats are kind of tough to process on the radio when you're listening and you're not writing stuff down or seeing it in front of you like it's on TV. But this bears merit. Bears. Here's <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky. He couldn't the hit bears. a three. I don't know why we drafted but that But everybody guy started to get on my, my notes from earlier this offseason that the Bears were looking <laughs> a lot like the Rams of a year ago, the way they're building this team, my friend. Seven for 44 from three-point range. Trevor Ariza, 0 for 9. Yeah. B.J. Tucker, 2 for 5. James Harden, 2 for 13. Eric Gordon, 2 for 12. Gerald Green, off the bench tonight, 4-3. Gerald Green, 1 for 4. 1 for 7 overall, zero impact. Even getting one shot. Off the bench and missing his three 
was Joe Johnson. I want to give Joe Johnson. When a I heard he checked in, I, I heard them say it on the telecast. Yeah, the Joe Johnson I said, play that back. Make sure that I'm not hearing something. Uh, he had the second best plus minus on the team. I tell you what. Well, you had him and you had Green. Green was plus ten. <laughs> This wow. game will come down to two things, and this series will come down to two things. Durant and Curry being enough to get it done. And James Harden failing in his biggest test as a pro. When you spend the last three games, you ready for James Harden from three, the last four games overall? You ready for this? Hit it. James Harden in games four through seven from three-point range. Was nine for 48. Nine for 48 from three point range. For the series, he was 19 for 78 from three point range. Shot 24.4% from three point range, 41.5%. From the field overall in this series, said it after the series against the Jazz, they needed better from James Harden. Obviously, he doesn't have Chris Paul here, so to to totally uh, obliterate him for this particular game, certainly uh, it's it's a bit skewed. But for the series overall, other than Game One, shot terribly. Right, go back to Game yeah. One. He and Chris Paul when they shot fifty five percent between the two of them, and they still got beaten by 13 points. You you go back and the rest of the series from three-point range, he was abysmal. Remember we talked about on Friday, and we previewed these games, the Game 7s of, of uh, both of these and series. And I got them both right. And Yeah, congratulations, Thanks, buddy. buddy. I did too. Sure you did. Except I got this one right. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing, is that I laid out the path to victory for the Rockets, and it was pretty simple, even without Chris Paul – at home in Game 7, at some point you have to expect the MVP, James Harden, to take over and win one game for you by himself. He's that good. He's He's got at least one game in this series that he wins all by himself for you, like LeBron has done in the East, like the best players do. You can count on them. You know what? One game where we have nothing else going on, this guy can do it. James Harden, you figure, has one game in him like that. He did not have that in him at all in this series. His best game, quote, overall, was game four when he went for 30 and four, but still, he didn't shoot well. He's three out of 12 from three-point range. He did not have one game where it's, you know what, get on my back and I will get us everywhere. No game where it's 41 points and 12 rebounds and and 12 assists. You got to figure he's got one of those, and he didn't. He just couldn't shoot. He just couldn't hit threes. The whole team couldn't hit threes. Rockets fail in a miserable fashion the second half. Can't withstand the third quarter surge. Steve Kerr, master general, bringing them out of the locker room. You know, halftime adjustments, Jason Smith. Halftime adjustments or guys being motivated to play when the lights are brightest. Finally, the Warriors get punched in the mouth and they show, hey, we have some resiliency too. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. NBA champion, Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports Radio, NBA analyst, Karan Butler. Karan, you, you got to help me out with something. What? Oh, I don't know if I need a 30 for 30 on it or whatever, but what happened at halftime to turn the Warriors back into the Warriors for the third quarter? 
Hey, listen, I think it all comes down to Steph Curry and, you know, him making shots. And, you know, once he starts making shots, you know, the Warriors are always a better version of themselves because, you know, they get out, they get out of transition, you know, gaps start opening because, you know, every bucket that he scores, Draymond was quoted saying this, that it's like a 10-point shot. So now they're getting out into the flow. The gaps are opening up. KD starts making shots. Clay Thompson starts making shots. The lanes are open for other guys to dive and flash and make opportunities happen. Draymond uses versatility. And then, you know, the momentum is in their favor. And then they silence the crowd. You know, I, I thought the game was really over then. It was a two-point game. Rockets still had the lead in the third quarter. They silenced the crowd. And the momentum got in their favor. Karan, Houston in the third quarter just looked like they got the deer in the headlights and on the offensive end just kept chucking threes instead of driving to the hoop or or trying to slow the game down. I I didn't understand why when you're shooting as poorly as they were, you'd keep going to that. I know that's where where it got you coming through the season, but in the moment, it's game seven. Yeah, I just think they got the settling. You know, know, James Harden, you know, looking for the fouls, uh, you know, throwing his body around and maneuvering and trying to get the contact in so many different ways. The refs wasn't calling that. It's a game seven. They're going to let you play physical basketball, and it was great to see that for stretches of the game. And, you know, Trevor Ariza, you know, uh, consistent vet, been consistent all season long, uh, wasn't a better version of himself tonight. P.J. Tucker did an excellent job of being there defensively, but, you know, shots wasn't falling or – the other guy was Eric Gordon, but, you know, you needed someone else besides Eric Gordon and Capella, you know, to have a huge night to assist James Harden to get over the hurdle. You know, Karan, one thing is, and I, I don't want to sell the Warriors short because this comeback was phenomenal. It didn't look like it was going to happen at halftime. But just like the Cavs against the Celtics, when you shoot 7 for 44 from three-point range, the other team's pretty much going to win that game. I mean, you're not going to win games when you shoot that way. Yeah, you, you, you may win the games against, you know, teams that do, that's not equipped to have the offensive explosion like the Golden State Warriors, but let's face it, everybody else is trying to mimic what they do. You know, play with that pace, have traditional uh, bigs, not be traditional bigs, stretch out the floor as much as possible, scoring from the perimeter, and they're the best at it. So you're talking about offensive explosion. You know, you saw that on display tonight. They could not slow them down, and that's exactly why they're able to be the Western Conference champs. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, company from the Geico Studios on the hotline with us. Two-time All-Star, our teammate here. He's an NBA champion, teammate at Fox Sports Radio. You hear him from 9 a.m. to noon Pacific time, 12 to 3 in the East. Our buddy Karan Butler. Follow him on Twitter at Real Tough Juice. Spell it out, Real T-U-F-F Juice on Twitter for all his latest insights. So, Karan, one of the things, I guess, as we're talking about, Steph hits the the threes and it opens up to, to Jay, Jason's, I guess, where he was heading originally. And like, do they just play in the first half and then it's halftime adjustments? Because it just seems like there's a switch that gets flipped, like Steve Kerr starts waving the starter's flag or something like that. Yeah, look, it, it was a lot of adjustments because before, you know, you saw them off, offensively engaged. Uh, shots wasn't falling, and then defensively they was giving up so much. But they held, they held they had on the defensive end of the floor. Steve Kerr uh, did an excellent job of adjustment out of halftime, and he said it to David Aldridge, who was the sideline reporter for this game. He said, look, if we don't play our best basketball, we don't be better than what we just were. You know, pretty much we're not going to win this ball game. And I think that hit home. I think that's the thing that he sent in the locker room. It's something that they echoed in there. And those guys came out and challenged themselves. They knew that they wasn't playing their best basketball. And Kevin Durant, 
Steph Curry, led by him, and everybody else just followed. All right, Karan, you're the first out of the gate. You get to do this now. It's round four, <laughs> Cavs and the Warriors, starting on Friday night. How does it go? Gentlemen sweep, 4-1. I got the Warriors. Oh! Gentlemen, so I like that, the gentleman sweep, 4-1. I like that. I like that. That's a good term. Yeah, I like that. You ain't even got to put a whole lot of thought to that. 4-1, <laughs> gentlemen sweep, Cavs and five. Uh, I, I got the MVP of uh, the MVP of the finals being uh, Steph Curry this year. Um, he's going to you know, be playing excellent basketball. Nobody at that position that can guard him, he's going to be great. Look at that. I, I he know, he just me... went, went straight out. He's got you an MVP pick. I he's... know. It's great. He's going to have final scores ready, too. Right? But let, all right, let, let's do this for me now, the ball too? <laughs> you say 4-1 Warriors. All right, but just complete the sentence for me here. The Cavs can pull the upset if what happens. Like, what, what can you see? I can see the Cavs winning this series if something happens. What's that one thing you can see the Cavs maybe walk away with a victory? If the if the NB if the NBA approved trades in the finals, <laughs> <laughs> well done. There's no, I, I, there's no way that the Cavs pull that off. I think the Warriors got this, man. Karan, Karan, what assets do they have to spin off? I mean, come on. Even if it were I mean, allowed, what about, do you got? Just about every, hey, just about everything got to go right, man. I'm sitting here with my partner, Matt Bars. He's rolling. <laughs> He, hey, Matt just said it right now. It's not happening, man. It's not happening. The Warriors got this all day. Hey, the Cavs can work out LiAngelo Ball, and then maybe he can start sure. hitting some threes for him in the finals. Why not? Sure. That ain't enough. <laughs> that's um, not enough. Hey, all due respect, yeah. but I'm, I'm, that's not enough. Follow my Twitter at Real Tough Juice. That's at Real Tough Juice. Tough is T U F F. Real Tough Juice. Karan Butler, NBA champion, Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports Radio, NBA analyst. Dude, as always, thanks so much, man. We'll talk soon. Have fun. All right. Thanks, See you, Karan. Be good, buddy. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Here's what I want to know, and this is what surprises me Mike D'Antoni. During his press conference, you heard James Harden say the same thing. We just couldn't hit threes. What do you do when that happens? Keep shooting them. Keep shooting them. Keep shooting them. I get that's your strategy because that's who you are. You are a three-point shooting team, and this is what you do, and you've done it all year long. You don't want to stray away from that because that's your identity. Gag gave D'Antoni a lot of credit after game one when Eric Gordon says, we got to change this up, no more iso ball, all this stuff. You know, James Harden said, I can't do it all by myself. And D'Antoni said, we're staying with the course because this is what we've done all season long. Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals, when you are playing to win to go to the NBA Finals, this is what is on the line for you. How do you not have something else ready to help you get some big or easy baskets and maybe grease the skids a little bit to get some better outside shooting? How do you not have another sub-plan and say, okay, you know what, we're really struggling. At the end of the third quarter, we're 7 for 36, or 6 for 37 was what they were. Um, we're not hitting threes. Let's figure out early in the fourth quarter a way for us to get back to getting some easy baskets, getting up in transition, and maybe we start shooting better. There was no plan. Mike D'Antoni had no plan to say, okay, let's do this a couple of times. Let's try to get some easy baskets. Steve Kerr had plans. Hey, let's let Steph Curry run around a little bit instead of making him bring the ball up. And suddenly, poof, he was hitting three after three after three after three. How did Mike D'Antoni not have something else to help at least with some easy baskets or a little bit of, hey, here's something a little bit different to get us going offensively? Well, it just seemed that they they got bogged down into the here's our identity. We're going to go with the three-point shot no matter how poorly we're all shooting. And every one of them 
and you look at what Harden and, and Gordon combined for, what, four of 25 from three-point range, that they were going to keep shooting. Instead of working the shot clock, working an extra pass, and, and trying to work the ball into the lane, even just that, like there were a lot of just quick shots from guys who clearly had no confidence in their shot, and yet it's, well, this is what we do. This is the formula that's worked all the way through. This is game seven. This is the bleeping finals on the line. You had a lead, and you watched that evaporate as Steph Curry suddenly was hitting from crazy range once again. Kevin Durant stepping in, hitting a big three, and, and all of a sudden you, you felt it going away. But at no point was there an attempt to slow the game down. It's just, well, let's keep keep with what, what got us the lead, but that lead was gone. It dissipated, and the, the buckets weren't falling any longer. It's one thing to not change after game one. I understand that. It's another thing to not change at halftime or end of third quarter of game seven. Hey, dude, that's just not happening. You have 12 minutes to get to the NBA Finals, and you are giving this away. That, that's what I. That's the part I don't get. You have to be able to make that kind of decision. Well, what okay, we were talking about sense, a little bit different here. The sense of urgency and the lack thereof for a lot of these playoff series, right? That in certain games, you see after about eight minutes, the white flag gets raised up and away we go. This one felt like the third quarter, fourth. It's like we're. This is just. Hey, look. If the shots aren't going to fall, I guess that's how we go down. Instead of adjusting to the game that was being played. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Now we're going to pick the NBA Finals. and I don't know. That's a bold proclamation yep, right there. I'm going to pick the NBA Finals, and I'm going to make one fan base incredibly happy by not picking them. Okay, good. Good. That's usually the way this works with you. you. Know, my Celtics kind of let me down. Your Celtics. Yeah. Kind of, although, hey, when I said Game 7, what was my only path for LeBron to win? LeBron takes over. The moment is too big for the Celtics. Look, we saw you. What did they shoot? Six for 37 from three-point range. I even said the final score. I said, I could see the Warrior, uh, I could see the Cavs winning like 83-79, 87-79. I almost had the score right now, on in that now, game. Now, I celebrate a lot of LeBron's catalog. I don't like getting into the calling yourself king and marketing that. I mean, good on you. And the the Jordan and LeBron James debate that people like to wage on and and, and waste hours of their lives uh, is fine by me. Uh, I, I didn't like the stare down after the block where he quite clearly <laughs> fouled, quite yeah, clearly that, committed a foul, and then did the mean mug for the full 94. Yeah, that's that point where LeBron James said, oh, okay, it's time for another gear. Uh, but but, but that, that, that one was fairly ludicrous to me. My Celtics... Didn't win. No, they didn't. Couldn't hit a shot. I'm picking the Warriors to win the NBA Finals. You didn't even reference your really ill-fated Toronto Raptors pick. Well, here's the thing. You you could have gone back to that one and said, look, I've been building towards this greatness. (laughs) Warriors in four. Warriors sweep. The sweep? Here's why Cavaliers fans are happy. How about that? Because I picked against... The Cavaliers against the Raptors. The Raptors are sending LeBron home. I picked against LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics are sending LeBron home. Yeah. So I'm picking the Warriors in a sweep, which means the Cavs win in seven and LeBron wins. So now Cavaliers fans love me. Absolutely love me. Well, you do have a pretty good track record of being yeah. wrong I pick as a, related to LeBron I'm James picking and against his LeBron James, and eventually I'm going to win. There you have it. Uh... Karab Butler, who joined us earlier, called it a gentleman's sweep. 
So the Cavaliers get a game. I'm going to say they're going to get two. That there's just enough here, and the Igadala injury leaves enough defensively that nah, maybe they can they can work a little bit of magic because someone's got to try to check LeBron along the way. Now maybe they do this whole Velociraptor thing. See, so yeah, I bring the Raptors back, and that they you know team hunt after LeBron James and try to slow him down. But as we've seen, he's a cyborg, so that doesn't matter. As I get every movie and pop culture reference in that I can, uh, I'm going to take the Warriors in six. All right. That's fine. Still win. Yeah, you still still get it done. You still get it. I mean, the sweep is pretty good. Warriors in a sweep. Now, the 12-point spread, the highest number for a game won since Lakers 76ers back in 2001. Hmm. There's the great picture of Allen Iverson stepping over to Ron making its way around. <laughs> I remember going, whoa, we have a series now. I thought it was going to be a walkover. That, you know, then, of course, it wasn't much of a series <laughs> A walkover. That. But, <laughs> you know, see, AI hitting those shots. I was That's like, whoa, brilliant. that was AI's year. I mean, that was Allen Iverson's year right there. But, yeah, barring something crazy yeah. and really – out of the blue in this series. You, you can't see the Warriors lose it. Were they a minus 900 Warriors favorite for sweep. the series? So Cavaliers fans are popping champagne right now going, hey, he picked against us again. They're We're getting a, win. what is it, a 12 to 14% chance to win the series depending on what book you're looking at. And well, hey, early on. we don't even need LeBron. <laughs> Smith took the Warriors. J.R. Smith playing all 48 minutes, scores 56 points in game one. All of a sudden, Hood's playing 35 minutes. Yeah, from a DNP rating, <laughs> rating threes. Rodney Hood is back in the rotation in the NBA Finals. I got out of the doghouse. Uh, so there you go, our official picks. Warriors in four, Warriors in six, but you know, Cleveland, you love me. I, I say six just uh, for sporting chance. Sure. I know. You know me, I, I'm all about the quick, easy work, but... You know, things happen when you're on your home court and maybe a call or five go your way. Mm. You're hoping this is when the operatic section comes That's in. That's right. Very nice. To extend things just a wee bit. It's over six bleeping minutes long. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.